first, I just want to say thank you for, for chatting with me today, and congratulations on the season two pickup of Coroner, which starts production soon. Thank you so much. No yeah, problem. Yeah, no, we start in, uh, in August, so oh, no. I'm pretty excited about that. So you've lived through a few of these, but um, it never gets old, I'm sure. When you got the call saying you were coming back again to play Jenny Cooper, did you do anything special to celebrate? Did I? Uh, well, I think I did like a random dance in my apartment <laughs> first and foremost. Yeah. Um, and because uh, you just do that because you want to celebrate and you want to let out some of the energy that you're holding. Because even even though there was a, a, a good feeling from the get-go with the show that it was going to go uh, at least another season, yeah. you never know. The industry surprises you in good ways, bad ways, and ugly ways. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's always an, it's an energy you're carrying along. You know, it's another, while it's another character, it's another person. Um, it's, it, you know, I have to keep Jenny close until I know that I can release her. And so for me, uh, it was sort of that inhale of, okay, here we go again. I get to, I get to bring Jenny along for, uh, for another year of life, which is, you know, incredibly rewarding and exciting. That's a great way to put that. Like I said, you, you got to keep her close because, because hopefully you get to put her again. So, uh, now, speak, yeah. speaking of playing uh, of playing the role, a coroner is quite a unique role to play, especially as a, a lead character. Were there any special mm-hmm. skills you had to learn to portray this character? In any character that you play, you have to go in and make sure that you have, uh, you know, the, the tools to be able to bring them to life, whether that's physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. You need to make sure that, you know, you can pull from personal experience, but then you can also really immerse yourself in their own uh, experience and skill set. So um, whether that's past roles that I've done where you're playing a superhero and you're like, oh, I have to learn how to fight. <laughs> yeah. I have to learn how to stand like a warrior to I need to know what it's like to suffer from, um, you know, panic attacks or I need to know uh, the ins and outs of an autopsy or um, the kind of hierarchy within the pathology and coroner system. Yeah. So uh, I read a lot of books. I went to an actual autopsy. Um, oh, wow. I uh, called real coroners. Um, I did a lot of I did a lot of research uh, to to try to ground Jenny in as much of her own humanity uh, as I could. Yeah. Oh, cool. Now, coroner not only films in Toronto, but the series is based and identified as Toronto. It's great to see some of the unique neighborhoods in the yeah. show. Do you do a lot of location shooting in and around the city? Yeah, we, I mean, we shot a lot within, um, within Toronto, okay. uh, like the downtown core, like you'll see the Tiff building and you'll see certain things like that. And then we have, uh, Jenny's houses out in, uh, in Pickering. Oh, yeah. Um, so we shoot, we shoot all over Toronto and I love that we're, you know, we're a Canadian show by Canada for Canada, written by Canadians, starring a Canadian, um, set in Canada, and yet we're so very universal. And I always say that I think through you know specificity, you have universality, um, and that's something that our show is sort of a testament to. I, I agree. I think it's great to see areas of uh, Toronto I, I portrayed in different ways. I love it. Now, personally, I was a big fan of uh, Breakout Kings and your character of Erica Reed. I was, oh! I was, I was pretty bummed when it ended after season two. And so, yep. for you, is is there a particular character that you've played in the past that uh, maybe you wish you could have done more with or played a little longer? I think, well, most characters you, you always keep close and you want to keep portraying them because you get to um, 
you get to dive deeper into that character. I, I mean, I think for me, it was actually Anne Bancroft in Feud. Okay. I did a one episode guest star on that show, and, and it was so incredible to play a character that was not a character. It was a real human being. So yeah. the study that I had to do there um, to really you know embody Anne and to be able to try to look up old interviews and see how she used her hands or how she laughed or how she, you know, how she held herself. And it's such a crazy responsibility. Um, but it was so much fun. Like it was just, it was such an incredible opportunity and so much fun to be able to be, um, in her energy. And, and it's very different from creating your own energy for a character rather than, um, sort of, uh, deep diving into something that already pre-exists through another person. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be a different preparing for that role. That that would be a little a little different to do. Uh, well, oh, it was fun. It was amazing. I mean, that's the thing as an actor is that you know it, it, that that's just a, a different well. Like that's something that's an, it's an exterior study versus an interior study. Right. And that's really fun for me. And 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 yeah, and there was definitely like the night before I started shooting, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I yeah. She she. I mean, she she was such an incredible actress. Yeah. Uh, just incredible and so you know just to even have a little bit of that energy inside of you and and be able to to play your small part and 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 bring her essence to the screen just was yeah it was it was really really amazing yeah well like i said i do i do miss breakout kings so just so you know Breaking Kings was great. We had, I mean, that was a great cast and crew. We actually shot our first season in Toronto, and we shot our second season in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah. Is it we, true? We moved because it was too cold. Literally, it was honestly too cold for us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I read. That, I read that you filmed an actual work. Oh, sorry. Uh, I read that you filmed an actual working jail. Was that true? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, those were those were the days we were like. Ooh. <laughs> okay, come back and shower that off. You know, yeah. alone in places. You know, it's pretty crazy. But as an actor, that's, it's kind of amazing to be able to be immersed in those sort of things. Like, to be able to, you know, go into a real hospital or a real jail or a classroom or whatever it is. When you're when you're shooting, you know, certain projects like, like for Marvel or whatever it is, yeah. you are in a very imaginative world. And that's, again, it's the inward development that you have to do. You, have to, you go into, like, your child where you get to, like, play and imagine but then when you're in these jails or you're in these real life situations, you have, you know, it's a totally different, uh, mechanism. It's really, it's, it's, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. actually forgot that I had shot in jail, but yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> now, outside of acting, you're, you're very heavily involved in, uh, in a variety of charitable initiatives. Uh, I'd like to ask you about mm-hmm. uh, one that you recently co-founded called Deedly. Uh, tell us about the charity and yeah. what does it mean to you? Um, so Deedly is a nonprofit that I co-founded with my business partner, Andrew Revnick. Um, mm-hmm. him and I actually met while I was shooting a show in Miami, um, and became really good friends. And one night decided to watch a documentary called Racing Extinction and both had this sort of profound experience where we left questioning the ability of our education system to be able to stop uh, or address world issues okay. um, in real time. And so we realized that, you know, this this documentary is called Racing Extinction, but by the time our youth grow up, the documentary that they're going to be watching is called Extinction because there's nothing within 
their education system that actually teaches them about the extinction of animals and then gives them the tools to do something about it, or the world water crisis, or mind mapping, or the ability to be able to act versus react when it comes to your own biology. Things like that that aren't, that isn't in our school system. They're not in our textbooks because our textbooks are archaic. Yeah. So how can we figure out how to get in there as, as educators um, on world experiences and on world issues? And so Andrew uh, has a tech company, and I come from a very creative background and philanthropic background. And so we sat down with some of the best, uh, like, um, curriculum developers and production um, teams and uh, creatives across the board and said we want to build a curriculum for youth that is like a civil uh, activism curriculum that is about um, themselves, their community, their world, and then the stories of the communities and the stories of the people that connect everyone. Right. And so how do we do that? So, yeah, so we built a, we're in the process of finishing our tech platform or tech educa- education platform uh, that allows kids to learn about world issues and then directly donate to the causes that they just learned about at no cost to them, their teacher, or their school. So oh. we actually fund the donation dollars um, ourselves. And, uh, and give them the opportunity to immediately make change. That's really cool. As a father, I, I think that's a great initiative and a great cause. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, but it's funny because we're actually going to build a system into it later where uh, parents can lock their children's uh, allowances into it. So kids actually have to watch educational videos okay. <laughs> in order to be able to get their, uh, their allowance. Yeah. Because what we're doing is we're trying to figure out a way. I'm like, who do I want to be the CEO of my company? Who do I want to be you know, the the um, president of the, the networks that I work for. I'm like, I want people to be educated. I want them to be global citizens. I want them to be able to know about what's really going on in the world. And for us, it's really difficult to see donation dollars not being used on the education side of things. Yeah. And that's because there aren't enough donation dollars right now going around that people have the capacity to harness the mind and the heart at the same time and so we're really trying to put the two of those together and make sure that you know if you want to donate to the world wildlife fund instead of donating directly to them you can donate the twenty dollars to us we educate kids through our wildlife curriculum on the issues that are happening within the world and then we allow them to donate your twenty dollars back to the charity of your choice and because we're 501c3 because we're a nonprofit. We don't take a cent. So your twenty dollars stays intact. It goes exactly where you want it to go. Right. It just gets temporarily redirected through the hearts and minds of kids, and, and gives them the ability to really see what's going on in the world. And I think they're going to be able to make the change that we seem to be unable to make. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that. I, I love it. It's really cool. Thank you. Uh, so now, see, no worries. Season one of Coroner can uh, now be streamed on CBC Gem, and season two starts production in August, like you said. Uh, have you seen any scripts? Is there anything you can share about what fans can expect or maybe a direction you'd love to see season two go? I mean, that is a difficult question. Those are the questions where all the producers go, ah! Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, we're, we're obviously based on uh, the the Corner book series, the Jenny, theory, Jenny Cooper book series. Yeah. Um, so we always take inspiration from there. I'm, okay. I actually have uh, uh, an incredible meeting coming up with... Uh, with our creator, uh, Morwen, and our executive producer, Adrian. Um, they're coming into Los Angeles. And so okay. we're all going to sit down and go over the second season. And uh, So I'm just as in the dark as you guys are right yeah. now. So in about two, three weeks, I'll be able to have a lot more information. But um, 
but yeah, that's the thing. You hold the character close until you know where she's going, and then and then you just start putting all the pieces together. So it's, it'll be really exciting. I know that they're they're uh, they're going to stay true to what was in the first season and build upon it and yeah. build on it and you know really push the character even farther. So I'm excited. Well, I speak for all fans when I say we can't wait to to see it and, and wish you good luck with production and filming. Thank you so much. I can't wait to get back to Toronto. I really can't. I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. I'll be back in uh, in August.